I feel as though year 29 of my life could be summarized from sound bites from a Jerry Dan promo tape. Like, that entire year has been crazy. Black Eagle. Before I jump in, just a disclaimer, um, this one is going to be a little bit more rambly than the other one. <laughs> um, honestly, this is just for me to talk about the things that are on my mind. And in order to do so, I'm just going to speak. So they're going to be, you know, they're going to be some tidbits in there. Um, I'm going to go some places and start some places and end up in different places it's gonna be it's gonna be a work in progress but this is just for me to speak my mind um so to the intro um i don't know if you ever listened to a promo tape uh but if you're not from barbados and you happen to be listening to this then um promo tapes are usually those tapes that people would i think they pay the dj to to do it and um those tapes are usually as vulgar as ever as Bayesian as ever and um they usually having those cliche statements like you know people bad mind and they would play a song about bad mind and all of those other things that people say like um, people don't like you and people will look at you and hate you and all of those different things and on people backstabbing and, and, and all of that and um i never really place any thought into it and like when i hear those things it's not that i disagree with them it's just that i never had those things like pop up in my personal life i always had people that would do certain things but it was never a case where it was like almost exactly like to a t like what the person has said and what I would say is that during the year 29 of my life, um, it was super, super, super difficult. And the thing about it that hurt the most about it is that, um, I wouldn't say hurt, but really hit different is that um, a year 29 of my life, I was close to the finish line, like super close. And I feel like that one guy that was running in the 2004 Olympics, I think his name is Vanderlei de Lima. I, I just had to look it up before I recorded this, so um, don't think that I'm that nerdy. But um, Vanderlei de Lima, a Brazilian marathon runner, um, he was running a marathon. He was almost at the finish line. And to a certain extent, I think that life is a series of marathons where once you get a good rhythm, you get your breathing right, you get... You do all the right things, you follow the basic building blocks for running a good race, then you're going to run a good race. And usually if you did things exceptionally well, or even good enough, you would be able to make one final push for the finish line to give an extra boost, an extra um, push of energy to get there. And that guy, Madalena Lima, he was running a marathon for the 2004 Olympics. 
and he was almost at the finish line. He was leading the race. He was doing well. And then, <laughs> and then, some random spectator came from out of the crowd and pushed him off track, tried to impede him to stop him. That completely blew his race from out of the water, and I think he ended up coming third. He was first, and he ended up coming third. And, um, like, what happened was so unfortunate, but it almost feels like what is going on in my life right now. I feel as well as, as if I was at the finish line. I was there. I, I knew what to do and how to do it and how to overcome certain things. But a whole set of new hurdles came up. And not new hurdles in terms of things that I don't know, but new hurdles as in things that I've never experienced before. And by virtue of experiencing those things, I learn things. So I think like that spirals out and kind of categorizes like the experience that I had in year 29 of my life. So what I'm trying to say, let me break it down even further. I had situations that I experienced things like people who were dishonest and people who betrayed my trust, people who are backstabbing, long-time friends who were dishonest to me and tried to use me in certain situations so that they could, um, you know, get through in a certain way with other friends that they're friendly with. And then I also had a situation where um, persons who were new to my life that I allowed to be in my space, those individuals were dishonest and and they did things to me. And then I also had individuals who didn't know me at all. They hardly knew anything about me. They never spoke to me in person directly. They never messaged me. We never had a one-on-one conversation. They don't know anything about my hobbies, my likes, my dislikes. They don't know anything about my background. And yet, those individuals were able to go about saying things about me and talking my name and like they had very little to go on and all of those things were so shocking for me like how is it that you were my friend for all of these years how is it it was a case where we we grew up together we our parents know each other we have a good, we had a good relationship. And yet you did what you did. And um, the crazy thing about it is is this. Um, I kind of knew that something like that was coming. And in that moment, I learned a lesson. And the lesson that I learned is that you not only do you have to consider the friends, the persons that you allow in your space, but you gotta consider the persons who who the persons that you allowed into your space, who they allow into their space. Now, what do I mean by that? And it is super simple, really. Um, I had a friend who would often be friendly with individuals who did not like me. 
And they always made the point that, you know, they could keep things separate. They don't tell person A what person B is doing. They don't tell person B what person A is doing. And they never really paid any attention to it. You know, I can't control who you're friends with. But what I learned in that moment is that I can control who I am friends with and who I allow in my space. And if you are an individual who you've known me for a while, you've had a good friendship, and you allow somebody who does not like me to be in your space, then that says a lot about you and loyalty. And I don't think that people who are disloyal should be in your space because a friend of everyone ends up being a friend of no one. And the reason why that is, is because at some point they're going to have to choose where their allegiance is lying. And if they can't be loyal to you, they might just be loyal to somebody else. And I allowed that person to be in my space. I knew that they had friends from different walks of life and I always said I couldn't control that. And it ended up with them choosing to um, align with somebody else and to do things that caused me to be in a bad position. And um, yeah, as a result, I ended up being in a position where it's like, damn, this person was actually able to do X, Y, and Z. And the thing about it is that it's not even what individual is capable of doing. Sometimes, sometimes it's about um, what you allow them to do. Sometimes by allowing an individual into your space that does not deserve to be in your space, you're essentially giving that person rope to hang you with. And really and truly, um, what I learned from that, which is like to link back everything up, um, to link everything back up is like, like I, it's like a, a, one of those typical Jerry Dunn sayings or another one. I don't want to say scabby kill turkey because if I say scabby kill tur turkey, that would just, but then again, yeah, you'll probably reveal my age anyways because I said it was 29, but yeah. Um, it just sounds like one of the things that you would hear, something that you would hear in a lower rate song, like people bad mind, people, people will bat stab you, people will smile in your face and, um, talk behind your back, like do things behind your back. And I learned that, um, you gotta be very vigilant. Your space is super important. Your space is something that if you do not protect, you're going to end up in a situation where the consequences are severe. Protect your space. Always, do not be afraid to cut people off. Do not be afraid to distance yourself from people. Do not be afraid to make certain decisions that would make you look like the bad guy. Because what I've learned is that, well, you're always going to be the villain in somebody's story. So... You could as well pursue your own interests and protect yourself. I also learned in our moment is that like people are gonna wake up, and and I knew this already, but like when I experienced it, it, it just hit different. Like people are gonna 
look at you. They've never interacted with you. They don't really know you from anything. They, they haven't even seen you at the side of the road. And yet, and yet, they dislike you. Why? And when you really look at it, a lot of it comes down to jealousy. It comes down to a one thing that you did that set them off. And sometimes it just comes down to those people being horrible people. And basically, um, like in that moment, you gotta learn how to not let it affect you. And I was affected by it until like I had that moment where it was like, I, I broke it down and it was like, wait, before you found out that that person disliked you, were you losing any sleep at night over that person? If the answer is no, then should you be concerned about that person? And the answer to that is no as well. Why? <laughs> it's super simple. Um, You really shouldn't be concerned about individuals who are losing sleep over you if you're losing sleep over them. In fact, you shouldn't even be losing any sleep over them because they don't know you and you don't know them. And I had to tell myself this, like, why would you care about somebody disliking you and you don't know that person? They're not close to you. They're not your friend. Nothing like that. Why are you concerned? Why are you bothered? And, um, yeah. Yeah. Like, for the time I was on my mind, I was like, for the time I, you know, did things in a different way, it was like, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm done with this. I'm done letting these people have control over me. And um, another thing that I learned, this is one more thing. Um, people are going to go to all sorts of lengths to do horrible things to you. But I had to learn that um, you can't let people see you bleed always have to like you can't be the emotional one you can't be the upset one like if you're upset be upset but be upset away from them because i've realized that people like to know that they have power over you that they can stop you from doing things stop you from getting through stop you from excelling in the ways that you would like to excel because that's their goal like their goal is to see you fall. And you would do them a favor by allowing yourself to fall. So all of that, um, all that occurred, um, even though I'm, personally I wouldn't want to go through it again, there's no regret on my end about year 29 of my life. Um, I went through some really difficult things. Um, stress at school, stress with friends. Um, I had sleep apnea and my machine stopped working. I had to travel back home to get a machine. Right before exams, I had so many challenges. And no matter what the outcome is, because I, I was worried about the outcome, but no matter what the outcome is, I've accepted that I did the best that I could in that moment. And, um, yeah. Yeah. 
I walk away satisfied knowing that I learned something. I walk away satisfied knowing that I can do better. And um, I'm not beating myself up over it. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here. Till next time. Black Giggle.